See if I got this straight. So he's saying James is not here. You're saying Marcel is not here. And the only way I can get one or both of them back next week is to either be woken up daily by hot urine waterboarding or have two very different sized butt cheeks. Jesus Christ. Um I'm trying to think, do I even like these guys that much? Fuck, what? <laughs> Hot urine waterboarding. What is What is that? Why? Who came up with this? Who Who is this for? Why is this even a thing? Oh, that just sounds like just death and discomfort and too... What do you mean by too very? Like, can I get like some size proportions on the very is one like a water balloon and the other one is like a party balloon? Like, what do we... What are we talking here when we say two very different size butt cheeks? Jeez. Oh, um, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to have to go with the two very different size butt cheeks. Like, I will take the stairs. Well, first of all, I don't have a butt to begin with, so fuck it. Use one big donkey, just a half a donkey cheek. I'm halfway there. You know what I mean? I'll do, I'll do left left-footed donkey kicks or just singular squats. I don't I don't know. Um well, if I get the two very different sized butt cheeks, can I go get like half a BBL? Like do I get like 50% off if I just get like one cheek done up? I don't even care what you use. Like I'm I'm a, well, no, let me let me take that back cuz then I'm just going to fucking look like a like a like a fucking middle school knapsack during gym time, just a football and a soccer ball next to one another. I don't want that either. Fuck. But yeah, give me definitely give me the two very different sized butt cheeks because there is no fucking way I'm gonna be woken up by hot, woken up daily by hot urine waterboarding. That is just psychotic. That is sick. That is deranged. Um, Joker, you're a sick fuck for even coming up with this. But like, who's see the the thing about that is it like. It doesn't even matter whose pee it is, because like let's say you were into a little, a little bit of splash play, right? Like being woken up daily by hot urine waterboarding. Like it's how hot are we talking? Like just I think like once you start heating up pee, it's no longer a, a fetish or a good time. Well, actually, let me not say that. I don't know who's fucking in Dubai in hot tubs full of piss, uh, but yeah, just. Not only that, it's like the waterboarding. Like, it's just a piss rag that's just on my face with, ugh, just, you know what? You know what? You know what? How, how about, how about this? How about, how about the, how about this third option? How about I just fucking do this podcast by myself, bitch? Now, even though James and Marcel and I here, there's no need to fear the duck with no fucks come through the whole shit down. Now, you know I was gonna let y'all start y'all week off without, you know, giving you a little bit of entertainment, right? That's French, by the way. Greetings and salutations to my Jamaicans, Trinis, and Haitians. You are now listening to the greatest podcast in the world. 
It's a pod called Blurred. This is the podcast we cover a wide range of comic, sci-fi, and culture-related news with slightly different views. Now, some of you may know me and others may not. I go by many names. The homebody homeboy, Slick Grayson, Styles Morales, Bruce Wayne, Stony Sparks, Thick Foley, Buzz Lightyear, Thought Summers, The Master Don Don Dada, The Big Body Blurred, Nicholas Beige, because you know I'm an actor fool. But, you know, for sake today, just call me Chris Jordan. Now, throughout the week, I smoke some things, I watch some things, read some things. Shit, I even felt some things. And usually I have my two esteemed partners by my side to break down all this fun shit. But as you can see, damn niggas left me. <laughs> uh, nah, man. Uh, listen, Marcel is off at one of the Carolinas at AEW Revolution, watches things last match. Um, you know, hopefully he doesn't stroke out in the ring. Uh, I believe that's that man's favorite wrestler. So, you know, that would suck. For him, not me. I feel nothing. Uh, <laughs> but it's all good. I've put together what I think is a wonderful show. Um, you guys did a great job sending me shit throughout the week. We're going to go through some of that stuff. Uh, if anyone, you know, would like to participate in how the show is structured, uh, well, to an extent, I don't work for you niggas, please, please, please join our community on Reddit, r slash a pod called Blurred. Um, I do my best to remember, like, that's a thing that we do. Uh, but I do enjoy the questions and uh, the comments that you guys leave. Um, as someone who dibbles in beer and dabbles in edibles when recording, I really do like all the fun questions you guys send us and the shit that my brain comes up with. So you know what? Let's get into some of that now with this segment that I am now calling Reddit Me This, Black Man. Being that it's uh, International Women's Month, Women's History Month, Support the women in month. What, what the fuck? What the fuck is it? Is it international? Is it just national? Who's checking up on the bitches? Whatever. Uh, we have a fuck Mary kill. She Hulk, Mystique, and Sue Storm. I think we covered this one time on the podcast, uh, which was weird to me. Like I felt like I had like this weird deja vu feeling. A few niggas are just sending us things that we already spoke about, and it popped into your head because you heard us talk about it. Um, don't do that. I mean, but, like, at the same time, whatever. I can't remember if it's a thing that we did, but I feel like it's a thing that we did, so it could just be a me problem. Any hoosers. Um, let me see. Fuck, Mary kill. She-Hulk, Mystique, and Sue Storm. Well, all for it. I'm, 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 I'm fucking She-Hulk. Come on. Like, that's... How is that not a given? Come give me that gamma grip. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if I die. <laughs> like, if Lois Lane could fuck a space white... I could get in between some green. You know what I mean? Like, what's the worst that can happen? Fucking cancer? Been there, done that, got the fucking t-shirt. Uh, you know, like, if I die, I die. Like, they don't call me Rolf Lundgren for nothing. <laughs> I'll fucking... <laughs> I'll fucking on her looking at her face talking about, you dare fuck the son of a shepherd? <laughs> She'd be like, sir, please leave. And I'm taking you to the court. You know what? Fair. That's because not in... I didn't have to belt that at her face, her fucking green face. Uh, let's see. Mary, I'm a Mary Mystique. Uh, she seems like the safest option for Mary, depending on what type of relationship you guys kind of like foster there. Uh, you're either going to get like the typical, I feel like the typical answer is like the, the freaky blue girl role play shorty, where it's just like, all right, you could be a different woman every night. Uh, and, you know, you can... Fuck me as such and such and such and such, but I feel like, like her, like that, 
it's kind of rude, no? Like, you can't just keep telling her, like, oh, every time we have sex, just be someone else other than you. <laughs> like, that's that's kind of fucked up to tell your wife, no? <laughs> like, me, personally, I like the blue. I like the blue, man. Like, come here, let me, come here with your little, uh... It depends. If it's, like, the, uh, the what's it called? The, um, the original X, X3 movies, the, the first joints from the early 2000s. If it's one of those and she got, like, that braille that, like, come on. Come on, baby. You little, you little blue braille by the booty girl. Come here. Let me touch on that. Come on. What them cheeks saying? Let me, let me rub my hand across them cheeks. See what you're talking about. Um, but, but, but the other side of that shit could get a little bit tricky because you can end up with the crazy psycho bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Mystique ever had black penis. She's had red penis. Uh, Ezrael. I think that's son's name, the red dude from like first class. I know they ball pieced and uh they ended up with a not purple baby, Nightcrawler. That that was that's not how colors work. You're blue, he's red, you ball piece, the baby's supposed to be purple. Make Nightcrawler purple. But anyway, uh yeah, like the other side of that could get a little tricky. Cause let's say, all right, y'all married. One night you'd be like, all right, babe, I'm gonna go hang out with the boys. And she's like, all right, babe, I'm gonna go hang out with the brotherhood of mutants and i don't know try to free my people and just like all right have fun text me if you need anything i don't know and then like you go out you're hanging out with your boys and shit like that you think everything's all cool and he's like hey man what's going on you know how's mystique and you're like man i don't know i feel like we're just on two different pages like i feel like she doesn't understand me and like my wants and needs and um we're always talking about you know freeing the mutants and freeing the mutants like bitch i can't help with that i don't know what to do to help you like, I knew this was, like, all fun and spicy in the beginning of this thing, and I wanted to lock that thing down. But you're never home. You're always talking to Eric. You never talk to me. And then, like, you're opening up to your man's and out of nowhere, the nigga just changes and it's her. And she was like, oh, word, that's how you feel? And you're like, you raggedy bitch. How the fuck? That is, that is a miss. The therapist told you you can't do that anymore. That I need a safe space, too. It's not all about you, Mystique. <laughs> like, I would be paranoid as fuck, bro. Like, I don't think I could fucking handle that. I can't deal with that kind of shit. Like, what if I go to my doctor for my uh my booty cheek resizing consultation and shit like that, and I'm being all vulnerable, and I'm sitting there with my mismatched butt cheeks, and then out of nowhere, she just fucking reveal herself. Like, bitch, that is a... That's a HIPAA violation. Why are you here? I thought you said you had things to do. I thought you said you had mutants to free. Fuck. Yeah, that one could get a little bit tricky. Um, but all right. Uh, kill. You know, process of elimination. It's Sue Storm. Easy, no brainer to me. Um, you suck, and bitch, you go invisible. Like I don't, I don't like that. Uh, we're fucking talking about paranoia. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know where you are. Like, you gotta, like, I gotta put, like, a bell around your neck or some shit like that. That Even though, like, when you go invisible, I hear the little ding, ding, ding. I'm like, all right. I know you're here, bitch. I, 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 I hear it. You better, you better fucking reveal yourself, Sue. I'm gonna start throwing paint around this motherfucker. You better stop. I've seen the invisible man. I, I'll get you, bitch. I'll fucking get you. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't think that uh, my brain could handle that because I don't want to be, like, in the shower and then, like, 
having my wife or like thinking like my wife is in the shower with me or even in the bathroom like while I'm washing my butt because like my leg get up there. You don't need to see that. I told you you didn't need to see that. And like just know like I'm handling things in here. Um and that's just like a little too part like you're crossing you're crossing lines here, Sue. Uh plus like next to Lois Lane, I think Sue Storm is like the most annoying. Uh there's something about her that's just like basic. Like for the movie, they definitely should have gotten like Cardi B to play Sue Storm. I'm buying all of the fucking tickets. Like that that's just hilarious to me. Like I don't even care about acting skills or like on-screen accuracy. Fuck that. Cardi B for Sue Storm. Like you know how boring and basic you got to be when your husband chooses science and chalkboards over pussy? Like what is it about you that makes your husband go, "Yeah, you know, nah babe, not tonight. I'm going to go see what's up with these equations and hang out with, you know, the homie." Yeah, you know Ben. Like yeah, the nigga made of rocks. Yeah. That's what I'd rather do. I'd rather do fucking math and hang out with the man made of rocks than touch you. Like, that's that that don't sound wild to y'all. Like, she is begging for Reed to just like notice her and like be with her and do romantic things. And he's like, yo, bro, like honestly, honestly, every time I'm with you, I feel like my brain cells die a little bit. Um you you just suck. Like, you could, you, go fuck Victor. Like, at some point, I don't get, go fuck Victor, go fuck the little uh, fish boy that wears, like, the underwater thong. I don't care. I don't care. They're going to bring you back, too, because you suck. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, you know what? Speaking of Ben um, and this, like, Fantastic Four movie, I'm more interested to see who they choose to play Alicia because I always thought, you know, Alicia was a little bit freak. You know what I mean? Like, you a little freaky, little blind freaky girl. Like, we're not allowed to, like, say that because you're like, oh, my gosh, she's blind. But, like, th- think about it. Like, bitch, you're just blind. You could feel around. You know this nigga is made of rocks. And you're like... Nah, that seemed kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> you ain't got to worry about ED. Well, I don't know. Well, can the thing get ED? Is it just like a like a little nerd's rope? Like, <laughs> after a while, just flopping around. Uh, but, like, yeah, what is that? What was the, the, the interest there? Unless they come out and they're like, oh, Alicia's asexual, and she's like, oh, whatever. Then it's like, all right, bet, cool. But... Just because you're blind don't mean you don't like to get fucked. Just ask, you know, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh, freaky-ass Alicia. We got another question here. Um, says, what's the worst non-comic book movie you've ever seen? Hmm. Uh, that's, that's hard a little bit. That's what she said. But, like, that's only because, like, I really only watch comic book movies nowadays and all the non-comic book movies that i watch are like still like sci-fi related or like um actually punchy punchy kicky kicky and that's just my shit so it's like none of them are bad to me but if i had to think about it i don't know if this counts but dragon ball evolution like i know it's a it's an 
it's an anime that they made into a movie, so it's like they're like cousins a little bit. But Jesus fucking Christ, whose idea was this? Why did they why did they make this movie? And it's not even like they kind of like threw out all types of like casting and just not it's like someone spun a wheel or like picked a bunch of names from hats when it came to casting. Jesus Christ, that movie was fucking awful. And like the the whole adaptation rule doesn't even like apply necessarily here because they did change some some things. I remember um I've only seen it once because why the fuck would I put myself through that again? But like I think I remember they changed something about Goku. It was like it was like Piccolo. Piccolo was like the evil grandmaster dude, whatever that was like evil. And Goku was um his slave I I feel like that's the word they used. Um like his ape form was like that was his muscle, that was his right hand, almost like a pet. Um and that that I could have I could have bought into that. If the CGI wasn't horrible, if the casting wasn't horrible, like they fucking got the guy that ended up as uh fuck, what was his name? Steve on Shameless. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. I hope that guy never works again. You are awful, sir. Um and your face is weird. You look skeevy. Uh sorry if you're actually like a nice person. But <laughs> but you like yeah. That shit fucking sucked. I don't think there's one good redeemable like quality about that fucking movie. Um and yeah, like I said, it's a it's an anime. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? <laughs> it's an anime, not the color purple. <laughs> it's a, it's an anime. Eat the cake anime. Eat the cake. Um, yeah, it would definitely be Dragon Ball Evolution or Rebel Moon. I know we talked about that uh, recently, and that that whole shit is just fucking garbage. I I, I do feel sorry for uh, Charlie Hunnam. I'm rewatching Sons of Anarchy right now, and he's just so great in that. Um, but that's not saying much. Act like a dirtbag biker boy. Go. Um, but yeah, he's, he's awesome in that. And I feel like everything else that I've seen him in after just sucked. So unfortunate for him, but like fortunate for him because he died in that movie. So he doesn't have to be part of that fucking garbage, um, anymore. So there's that. Let's switch gears a little bit. Last week we talked about, uh, the Netflix avatar live action series. Um, me and Marcel broke down, you know, our thoughts and opinions on it. Uh, if you missed that, go check it out. But in the spirit of things, well, afterwards, after we spoke about that, I decided to go re-binge The Legend of Korra. And I know, like, a lot of people were like, oh, fucking Korra sucks, da-da-da. And they just, like, fucking love sucking off the the first series. I do, too. But she ain't that bad, bro. She she ain't that bad. What What I found out about or what i realized about like this series is that it's more so about the inner dynamics of um the family members and things of that nature and i'm starting to appreciate that a little bit more on this rewatch and a lot of it and a lot of her frustrations and outbursts is like yes she is very like full of herself we see that in like the opening scene and whatnot from since she was a child but 
a lot of her shit is just like the adults around her trying to tell her what to do. And it gets to a point where it's just like, all right, bitch, I'm the fucking avatar. Like, all right, like Aang didn't have to go through this because <laughs> everybody's fucking dead. But <laughs> like with Korra, it was just too many people trying to tell her what to do and that they know better. Like Tenzin. Tenzin like was at the core of it and he tried to be like his dad too much. And uh, where I'm at now, uh, he's starting to express his like shortcomings of not being able to enter this like the spirit world or connect with the spirit world and shit like that. And a lot of it after that, like he humbled himself a bit. But like, it's like, yo, nigga, give me a fucking break. I have three of the four fucking. Was it three of the four? Yeah, she's had like three of the four bendings down, which is way better than your punk ass daddy who's dead. Your duppy daddy. So Get off my fucking back, Tenzin. I run shit around here now, all right? So respect me. Respect me like I'm your father. That's what I would have did if I was Cora. But, like, respect me like I'm your daddy. Or I would have, like, I would have faked it. Like, I would have faked went into the Avatar, the, the Avatar state and just, like, approach him when he was sleeping. Like, ooh, Tenzin. Quit your blood clot nonsense. But yeah, like y'all, y'all niggas giving uh Cora like a little, a little bit of a bad rap. Like it's not that bad, bro. Like actually, no, it's not bad at all. It has so many great qualities. It just has like a lot of fuck niggas in it. Like Mako, Mako's a fuck boy in that one. Like I feel like that we can all agree. But as far as the villains and the storylines, um, and how they play out, it's awesome. Like all of season two is like about the spirit world, and I want to know more about the fucking spirit world, bro. Like the fuck, don't get mad at me for that for wanting to understand the avatar and past lives and how it came to be and the balance of the world and shit like that like we're no longer fighting the hundred year fucking war like we moved on to some new shit now so it's just like shut up and rock with it plus bending tournaments are fucking awesome but anyway uh i went online and i found a bunch of avatar theories so i'm gonna read a few um and then you know give my opinion on them right so let's see. Uh, the first one I have here says Aang wouldn't have survived the Fire Nation's ambush. Uh, going into an iceberg ensured his survival. Aang was told that he was going to be the Avatar at age 12 instead of the normal age of 16 due to the approaching signs of conflict observed by the Air Nomads. Aang ran away shortly after as the pressure was enormous and he was able um, and he was to be moved to the Eastern Air Temple and away from Monk Yatso, who's also the only person to show support and understanding, blah, 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 blah. Um, after Aang ran away, there were no definitive dates given for this. The Great Comet came, and Sozin used it to strike a decisive blow, wiping out the Air Nomads and starting the Hundred Year War. Aang was discovered a hundred years later, so the time between the two should have been less than 12 months. Had Aang remained, he wouldn't have been able to stop the Fire Lord, as he wouldn't have had time to learn the elements, hadn't made his connection to the spirit world in his past lives, and couldn't have learned firebending due to the rising tensions between nations. Due to the power given to the firebenders during the comet's passing, he would have passed along with the other air nomads. Um, and the next avatar would have likely passed uh, with the water tribe ambushes, leaving the cycle broken. Uh, yeah, I get, I feel like I agree with that. Like, no matter which one you watch, the fucking animated series or the live action, so like they were air bending masters um, at the air temple, 
that fucking comet boosted it. The niggas were on gear, bro. They were on like nature's gear. And they done up everybody on all the fucking temples. There's no way this little fucking 12-year-old, just because you're the Avatar, doesn't mean, like, you that nigga. Unless you got knocked into the Avatar state and then started wilding out. And even then, hmm, even then, I don't know, because they had them niggas. Did Sozin pull up? Sozin, no. Did Sozin pull up, or was it Iroh that that wiped out the, the air temples? No. Fuck. I'm, I'm just wrong. It was Sozin, because Sozin's comment, then Iroh, and them came later. I think Iroh was in charge of killing all of the fucking dragons. Um, but yeah, there was no way that Aang was going to survive. Uh, the next the next um, cycle would have been water. Then they went to the fucking Southern Water Tribe and started wiping them out. Uh, and this, they said the cycle uh, would have been broken, but I don't know necessarily how. Would it, wouldn't it just start all over again? No, it would have went to Earth. Like, after that, yeah. If they killed all the air nomads, then... Yeah, let, let's say they, they figured it out who the next waterbending avatar would have been. Kill that baby, right? And then it would have been Earth. So you mean you're going to fucking go to Ba Sing Se and Omashu? I like, the fucking comet's gone. You're going to go to one of the, the biggest fucking uh, military nations in the goddamn world and you're gonna be like yo you know y'all got the avatar give them up they'll be like suck our dirt nigga <laughs> like fuck out of here um yeah uh here's this other one kuzan taught ang a swear word oh okay i saw a fan theory a few weeks ago that i can't find it stated that kuzan taught ang that flamio good hotman was a traditional Fire Nation greeting. The theory says that it was just a gibberish phrase meant as a prank to mess with Aang. It's even better than a gibberish phrase. In Legend of Korra, in the scene where Korra and Mako break up, Lin comes out of her office saying, what the Flamio happened here? Flamio is a swear in Avatar. So not only did Kuzan convince Aang to greet everyone with a made up Fire Nation title, he also got him to swear at everyone he met. Really explains the weird looks Aang got in the Fire Nation town. That's fucking hilarious. Um, I remember that. That's like a book three thing uh, that happens. Yeah, absolutely a prank. Just like I'm going like it even sounded almost like slurish when I <laughs> when I when I originally heard it. Hey, yo, fuck you, Hotman. Hey, yo, hey, yo, fuck Hotman, man. What's up, pussy? My name's Kuzan, nigga. I run shit around here. Oh, man. Uh, Aang's time in the iceberg shortened his lifespan. While the specific cause is unknown, it is believed that he simply passed naturally. Aang passed at a pretty young age of 66. This was because of the strain put on his body as well as his energy from keeping him himself on the ice ball for 100 years. If Aang had not had that to have put this strain on his body, um, he most likely would have lived to a much riper age. Yeah, don't say riper. Like the other avatars that passed of natural causes. Kyoshi was 230 by the time she passed. God damn! Uh, to conclude, Aang's body was damaged through the strain put on it while he was on the ice ball uh, 400 years and could no longer support him. Like, what strain? What strain? You, like, what strain on his body? I'm not doing anything. I'm trapped in ice. I'm taking a nap. What are we talking about, strain? Who gives a fuck? Uh, but I guess I guess that fucking makes sense. If they're not just going to be like, oh, man, he ate too much 
grass. Uh, I don't know. He's a fucking vegan. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I guess that does make sense unless um, they have that fucking movie coming with them next summer, I believe. Uh, the one where they're all in their thirties, the original like Team Avatar um, from the Last Airbender. They have that coming, but they said they're gonna be in their thirties. They said this one he died in his sixties, unless he had like some weird injury or poison type shit. Like I don't, I don't know. Like there's no evidence to dispute it, so you kind of just gotta like a go with it. Like I guess like science would tell you, was like yeah, man, you know, use you're supposed to die mad long ago. But then like even then, like say he was trapped for a hundred years, right? Kiyoshi died at 230, they fucking said. She, that would have put Aang at a buck 12 when he got out, plus 66. Like, you're still younger than, you know? And, like, you're supposed to be, like, air nomad, clean eating and all that shit. Like, why you just died like that, pussy? <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, Hama is the reason Katara's mom died. Viewers likely remember Hama as one of the most cold-blooded waterbenders introduced in Avatar. While she directly hurt many people, it's likely that her actions indirectly hurt many others, most notably Katara. Before her capture and subsequent escape using bloodbending, the Fire Nation simply captured and imprisoned waterbenders. However, after her escape, the Fire Nation began killing waterbenders um, in mass. Well, let's 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 take a pause right there. That's that's a lot. Jesus Christ. Like, this is a kid show. <laughs> and that's... Like, we have bloodbending. We have mass murder and genocide. We have fucking adorable lemurs. This show is out of control. Uh, it's likely that uh, this new form of waterbending scared the Fire Nation so much that they no longer took chance when it came to waterbenders. It's important to note that Hama herself, much like Katar, came from the Southern Water Tribe. This simple fact makes it very likely that the Fire Nation soldiers that raided the Southern Water Tribe after Katara's birth were actually looking for Hama when they killed Katara's mother. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bitch, if you the reason my mama's dead, I'm fucking you up. Me and this nigga that everybody wants us to be together. You know, the, the whole Zootara shit. If everybody wants us to fucking hook up and shit like that, we about to fuck you up. Because if you're the reason my mama's dead, then we have some problems. And you know what? Like, actually, in the show, uh, they kind of painted her as a villain. And Why? You know, like, well, like, mm, I was, oh, I'm, I'm on homicide. Like, yeah, like, if we're minding our business and the Fire Nation, who's all evil, is bursting into niggas' towns and shit like that, and tying us up, murdering us by the, by the masses, if you rocking that red, you're off and dead. You know what I'm saying? Come on, now. Come on, now. Bloodbending, nigga. I'm bloodbending, but I'm in blue, huh? All confused up in this shit. Yes. You can't done up my mom and my people and to get mad at me when I come run down on you and try to bust your whole shit open, dog. Like that's just not gonna rock. I don't think I don't think Hama was a um was a villain in the, like the way she was painted in that episode. Like bloodbending rules. And it's not even like I could do it all the time. Like at that point, they couldn't do it all the time. It was just during the full moon. Like you tell you can't tell me I can't get my lick back during the full moon. All you crystal loving bitches try to do it. 
You and your fucking Mercury. Um, let's see here. The Avatar's animal guide reincarnates alongside them. While it's never specifically stated when Appa died or how old he was when uh, Aang met him, fans do know that Avatar Roku and his dragon Fang died at the exact same time. Well, yeah, those motherfuckers got trapped in a fucking volcano. Uh, so it's possible, maybe even likely, that Appa and Aang were born at around the same time, or more accurately, reincarnated at the same time. Reincarnated. Um, fans know that the Avatar reincarnates due to Rava, the light spirit. Um, but as Guru Patik, is it Patik or Patek? Depending if you nigga. Uh, notes the destiny of the avatar and their animal guide is intertwined possibly opening the door to the idea that the avatar animal guide reincarnates right alongside them in order to continue their journey together that's fucking cool that 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 makes sense um yeah i'm with that a hundred percent but like what happens if you die like the avatar dies and the animal is just like you know off somewhere else do they just like drop dead do they like done up themselves like what what's the protocol there like can i just like live my life out um because like fact of the matter is like i'm not gonna know i'm the avatar until i'm what 12 niggas don't tell me tell them 12 so that's like a just as you know like as the animal guide i just bought myself 12 years bro like i don't i don't have to i don't have to be by your side as soon as you're born like for what <laughs> like I don't like that. I, actually, no, I don't like that at all. Because even in Legend of Korra, right, um, it's it's a two-parter. Like, if you don't want to watch that full fucking show, you could honestly just go to season two, episode six and seven, I believe. That's the, the beginnings. Um, I'm not a nerd. I just watched it yesterday, so that's why. Well, I am a nerd, but, like, I also watched it yesterday, so I know. But um, that's like Wan's origin, like this is Avatar Wan, yeah, the first Avatar ever. And, you know, without giving you the full like details of the, the, the episodes, when he died at the end, he was by himself. I didn't see um, a sickly injured cat deer by him. So what's up with that? You know, like what, what happened there? Like when did this this thing start kicking off that all right when i die you die like i didn't fucking take a blood oath bitch i was chilling out in the spirit world you came along with your fucking your stupid face and you were like all right cool fire spirits we're gonna be buds and i was like all right cool nigga i'll rock with you ain't shit going on all you know i always wanted to travel buddy and now all of a sudden i gotta die with you that's a lot you didn't even ask me how i felt about it because no i'm not doing it uh oop this this one right here this one a little good one Sokka and Toph got together one of the best parts of the animated series was how the relationships between characters were handled compared to other shows they were in the backdrop allowing fans to speculate about which characters eventually got together one of the most obvious ones was Toph and Sokka while we see Toph expressing interest in Sokka many times in the show we never see Sokka reciprocating to it um as he has with Suki, or his little moon bitch. Uh, according to one theory, Toph and Sokka got together at some point between the two shows. It's plausible because we don't hear anyone mentioning Suki in The Legend of Korra, which may mean that she didn't last long after um, The Last Airbender. Damn. Oh. Uh, we also know 
that uh, both of Toph's eventual daughters are from different fathers. Oh, shit. Toffee was a rolling stone. <laughs> she said, oh, you niggas get it. Um, and she never divulged who they were, or at least not to us. So it may be possible that one of them was Sokka. We hope not, though, as this would make Tenzin and Lin cousins. Oh, well, mm, yeah, yes and no. Like, you're cousins, but you're like play cousins. You're not like fucking blood-related cousins, bro. Like, who gives a fuck at that point? Like, I feel like the kids, like, I'm not a cousin fucker, but like, I feel like if I was, right, like, the most acceptable form of that this is crazy would be like oh shit my mom and like my mom's best friend from college and they had kids around the same time and we grew up together and we just called each other cousins like we were bro like we're not fucking really related like cut the cut the shit like it's fine like you could ball piece uh i do like that theory a lot though because there was that um because this is how you know fucking my dog soccer had the riz because uh toff was on that alicia shit she couldn't see nothing so she didn't know what he looked like she just knew that nigga was funny not not for nothing she liked that little toxic shit because that nigga was sexist she was like mm, give me some of that go ahead Toph. get your, go get go get get your man girl um ooh, ua's meteor this is the last one that i got right here all right so ua's meteor this is another season three um theory Given that most of the aggression is done through magical manipulation of elements. What, what, why can't y'all just say bending? Like, what the fuck are we saying here? Everyone wants to be a fucking scholar. Uh, it's fair to say that other than Jet and Zuko swords, Sokka is almost the only significant weapon in this series. Oh, yeah, he had the sword and he had the fucking boomerang. Uh, not to mention it's made from a rock from space. Although it's not a popular theory, what may seem true is that Princess Yue... Sokka's girlfriend that turned into the moon sent that meteor to Sokka to aid him in his quest in helping the Avatar defeat the all-evil Fire Lord. Um, it's definitely a fun theory to play with, not to mention a subtle nod to the audience telling us that Princess Yue is still very much with us. Um, no. I, I reject that theory in its fullest. Like, like alright, bitch, you're the moon. You're only allowed to do moon things. Like, why are you in control of meteors and shit? Um, also, like, I don't believe UA was sending that fucking meteor to help him. Like, bitch, I've seen you with that other girl. I sent that meteor to fucking kill you. <laughs> because who is this bitch? This Suki bitch. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine UA just sending meteor showers randomly throughout the show trying to kill Sokka because it like it only happens at night and no one knows where it, it ever came from and no one ever explains it it's just for some reason bad shit happens to Sokka at night from now until death because of this UA bitch yeah that's you know what that's my headcanon that's my theory like that's what I need oh I actually saw actually I don't know if this is a theory or not but I did see a TikTok saying that um, there's a difference between the weakest nation and the weakest element, right? So just hear me out here. They said that uh, the weakest nation is hands down air. Uh, that, you know, they're more or less pacifists. Uh, this is before, you know, we get to Zaheer um, in Legend of Korra and like the Red Lotus and all that good shit. But 
they said that the uh, due to the fact that they're pacifists, they're definitely like the weakest nation. I feel like we can all agree on that. Like they don't want no problems, uh, unless you know you want to go back and Yen Yang Chen and shit like that. But like once you're an avatar, you're kind of like excluded from this conversation. I don't care where you're originally from. But here's the thing: they said that the weakest element is fire. Now, some may disagree with that, considering the niggas fucking, you know, sucked up a comet and used that to, you know, basically take over most of the world. But they were basically saying how their only variation of fire is lightning. Um, and even in most cases, you just get to redirect it. You can't necessarily generate it unless you're fucking um, Azula's psychotic ass. Uh, like when you look at earth, it's not only rocks, um, it could be sand, it could be, uh, metal, which is fucking dope. Uh, or if you're a waterbender, you could bloodbend. And there's also like ice and, um, I'm trying to think what other fucking cool shit is waterbenders done. Oh, and you can heal, you know? So yeah, I, I would have to say that like firebenders in that regard would have to be the weakest element um with air niggas could just snatch the air from your lungs and you die you die like (laughs) like there's no yeah that that's it just death um so i thought that shit was cool uh someone had asked me online uh being that i love the fucking live action show i wouldn't say i love that i like the live action show or that i just don't fucking hate it that um what would i like to see from season two um just toff anything toff i don't give a fuck what it is honestly i feel like toff would or has the ability for the showrunners and the tone of the show to kind of just like restore it back to that old that old animated feeling you know because she's just such a fucking character unless they nerf the fuck out of her then that's gonna suck a little bit but i'll get over it um that excuse me the addition of Toph will really set things right so uh, but two specific things that I want to see in season two is the gambling scene when they go to town and she uses her blind earth bending to just like hustle to reverse hustle a bunch of uh street hustlers and then I want to see the boulder. Like, I want to see the those underground earth-bending wrestling fight tournament shits. I think that would be fucking badass just as an action scene, you know? Okay. Um, all right. I'm, I'm done with Avatar. Uh, I know that was a lot uh, for some. Uh, you know, I apologize for liking a thing. Psych. Stupid-ass little bitch. Do what I want. This is my shit today, all right? I'll talk about what I want. Y'all should just be happy that I'm not fucking going off about Avatar and Power Rangers for, like, fucking three hours, all right? Like, like, damn. Like, (laughs) you know what the fuck you came here for, dog. You know who I am. You know who I be. I'll never apologize for liking a thing, nigga. Fuck out of here, guys. Like, my girl and my friend Erica be looking at me and her man's funny, like, whenever we get together, we talk about Power Rangers. Like, like, goddamn, excuse the fuck out of me for enjoying something from my childhood that has, like, been repurposed to another medium that I can enjoy in my adulthood. Like the nerve of me, you know, <laughs> like, fuck, like, what would you be, like? What would like? What do y'all honestly like prefer? Like, you want me to be into like Avatar and Power Rangers or other bitches? Like, choose one. Shut up and sit down. 
<laughs> like, fuck, bro. Like, y'all in the white people on islands looking for love and shit. Like, like that's a hard stop right there. Like, the fuck are the white people doing on the islands in the first place? Huh? Where are all the melanated folk at? Hmm? You know, all the people that used to be on the fucking island before these fucking white, pale, stupid faces got here. Where, where, where are they at? Did you, did you guys come to the island and hire them to be on the crew? Huh? Are you paying these people to the, these, these melanated indigenous, the indigeni? Huh? Are you paying the indigimon to be on their fucking island? No? Hmm. Seems problematic to me, but y'all eat that shit up, right? Like, I have questions. Like, did the whites bring their own blankets? Because now this is a whole different show. Now, now, now I'm scared. I dated this <laughs> I dated this one girl in high school. Um, she told me that I laughed like the Avatar and that I was, like, childish for it. Like, first of all, bitch, I am a child. I'm 16 years old. Literally can't do anything without my parents' permission. So, um, secondly... Uh, you know who the Avatar is, and you know his laugh. So who's the child here? Uh, bitch, you sound like a fan, like me. Like, we could be bonding over this, yet you want to be a little fucking dickhead. Uh, fucking dickhead childish. You know who's fucking childless? Your daddy, after he left, bitch. <laughs> he saw that. That nigga saw that shit. Aang was on and said, you know what? Let me go get, get in my Ford Bison and drive into the ocean. Yeah, that's that's a much better idea than fucking sticking around and dealing with this fucking child who doesn't like cartoons. What kid doesn't like cartoons? Why are you just why are you just being a dickhead? Fucking dickhead ass child. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't say any of that to that person at that time. I just let her continue to fuck on me because boobies. <laughs> but I thought it though. Um nah, like I just I just think it's weird when People come at those who are just like passionate about a thing, like passionate about a show or a a hobby, movie, sport. Well, I take back sports a little bit because you fans are fucking crazy. Like fucking Philadelphia Eagles fans, you niggas fucking destroy the city whether you win or lose. How the fuck does that make sense? Like you ever seen that fucking video of I think it was them winning and a dude just decides to eat horse shit? Just like police, the like the police horse took a shit in the road. Dude picked it up and he ate it. After they won. Why? What fucking sense does that make? Like you gotta like you gotta watch how you move around these people, um, with these fandoms and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you could tell a lot about a person by the fandom that they align themselves with. Like, if you're a Walking Dead fan, you definitely chain smoke and have a closet full of beans and knives waiting for the apocalypse. <laughs> like, like, why do you have a mace, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> like, you think that you're going to survive during a zombie apocalypse? You smoke a pack a day. You ain't, you ain't outrunning shit. <laughs> Just, like, sit down with your beans, you fucking dickhead. Yo, these Walking Dead niggas really think that, like, all right, man, yeah, I read a comic book and I watched this show in its entirety, including all of its fucking spinoffs, so I know exactly what to do during a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you're going to get fucking punked out, nigga. The fuck you talking about? Niggas are going to come bust in your house. They're going to take your bunker and take your butt. 
because that's what's going on in the zombie apocalypse. If you think that people aren't going to be taking butt during the zombie apocalypse, you have another thing coming. Well, you know what? Let me not. Uh, but yeah, Walking Dead. Uh, Walking Dan. Walking Dead fans are fucking weird to me. Like the but like one thing I could give them, they're fucking resilient. They they stuck with that show fucking through and through. I I I just couldn't. I fucking I forgot where I dipped off, but I came back to watch like the final episode of that shit. Come to find out that they were like, yeah, we have like four different spinoffs from this, and not even like not even including Fear of the Walking Dead that leaked over into um, Walking Dead proper. Like that shit trash, bro. Don't nobody want to watch that. Um, I don't even know where they're at now. I've seen some fucking coming attractions. I know they there was the uh the shit with Maggie and Negan in the city. Um don't know what the fuck happened with that. Uh but that that seemed cool. That like seemed like the coolest one in theory, only because it was in New York City and I live in New York City. Um and I remember watching one episode and there were like zombies raining from like skyscrapers. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Um and that's like fucking terrifying. But didn't keep up with that shit. Uh, I think James was the one who told me that fucking Daryl ended up in France. Definitely don't give a fuck about that. Fuck y'all and y'all bed bugs. Um, I'm glad all of you niggas got bit um, for the way that you treated the muzzies. Uh, you guys suck. Um, and I think the fucking Eiffel Tower is basic. And uh, fuck you and your baguettes. How about that? Um, then there's, oh, there's the new shit now, which everyone was like supposed to be like, super excited and hyped up for like 12 years ago um the fucking michonne and rick Grimes show the little uh biracial love story from you know across worlds we're like oh, i'm gonna come and save you and you're gonna go. like it, it just got to a point where i just thought like michonne was doing too much for like this white man it's like all right he's he's not that great he's just a sheriff from atlanta He's just a fucking sheriff. Not even Atlanta. I think he was just like some outer parts of Georgia. <laughs> like some fucking hillbilly back town butt fuck ass place in Georgia. Like like relax this. You can find other men. You know what I mean? Um But yeah, but that's them. Yo, not for nothing, the Dungeons and Dragons niggas, like quiet as kept. Those are probably like the most creative people like you'll ever meet. Like, I'm still like a a close knit group kind of guy, and I feel like those niggas who are to who like who are into D and D and shit like that just sit back with their friends and just come up with shit, which is kind of just like this podcast. We just sit here and we just come up with shit, bro. Like that has to be like the one of the best exercises to just I guess like flex your creativity, like a D and D campaign. Um, one day I do want to try it with the guys and shit like that. Um, but like people that I know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to meet up with a bunch of strangers and do that because like the one time this nigga says, oh, you're a mage, can't do this. I'm decking you in your face, pussy. Like, don't tell me what I can and can't do. I believe in me and I believe in the magic. Huh? Do you believe in magic, bitch? Hee <laughs> hee. Anime fans, I don't care which anime you horny and you appreciate a good back. I fucks with you. Um, sometimes y'all y'all a little too horny. But you got you got you got to calm that shit down and remember how to like assimilate into regular society. But behind closed doors, y'all some freaks. I I I you 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 a lot of y'all is just down for whatever. I appreciate that. 
Shout out to y'all. Y'all make good content. You know what I mean? Um, and like Avatar, hmm, Avatar is um, what I'm noticing about uh, since they were talking about this this live action show. A lot of you Avatar niggas, myself included, but not included. A lot of y'all Avatar niggas are dangerously close to horoscope niggas, and I need you to bring it down. All right? Like, I need you to take it the fuck easy. Because Neil deGrasse already told us that fucking horoscopes and all that crystal shit ain't real. He did. He did. I'm sorry. I hate to be the one to tell y'all, don't get mad at me. Go get mad at Neil. That's another nigga that'd rather fucking do science than fuck his wife. That nigga only got two kids. Like, you are the science guy. And you telling me that you only got two kids? Nigga, what? I bet you, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson seems like the type of person where it's just like, all right, man, yeah, you know, I got these little two kids by this little white woman over here and shit like that. And But, like, if you if you really look at the universe and the multiverse, I really got, like, 300 kids. Like, all right, Neil, let's take it easy. <laughs> that lead paint in the Bronx did something to you when you was a kid. It's it's fine. It's we don't have to we don't have to get back and forth into all of this. But the nigga said horoscope's not real, and I'm fucking rocking with it. That nigga's a lot fucking smarter than me. And what I've noticed about you Avatar niggas is that y'all are aligning yourselves with what nation you are. Um and you're kind of like mixing in like that personality of like the different nations along with the horoscope shit. I don't like that. I don't like that. Y'all niggas are putting beans and potato in the potato salad. Stop it. Cut it out. I don't want that. Just let this be this and let that be that. You can pick a nation. Just don't start telling me about the stars and all that shit and how you really an earthbender because I'm really going to throw some dirt at your fucking head, all right? Let's bring this shit down. Let's move on amicably. Cool. What else we got? Oh, so a lot of y'all had hit me up and wanted me to talk about this Shogun show on FX. And I'm honestly like I'm I'm gonna wait for Marcel to get back because from what I've seen he was excited about it. I just thought it was like oh shit, cool show. They got some people in there that I fucks with. I'ma check it out. But from looking online, a lot of y'all was saying that this is supposed to be like the next Game of Thrones, and that immediately made me hate it. Like I'm already not a fan of like period pieces or just like stupid old fucking shit and i'm a bit of a hypocrite in that sense because i love that show warrior but um punchy punchy kiki kiki um but like this is supposed to take place in like 1600 feudal japan um and like that alone is already like a no for me like i'm someone that likes to imagine myself i guess in whatever show that i'm watching which is like oh shit like what would I do if I was in this? Or, like, how would I handle this situation? Or, like, imagine I'm just in the background of this show and I see some wild shit. Like, oh, no, fuck, nigga, was that, like, a fucking devil in red latex just running around the Hell's Kitchen? Hmm. Another day in New York, I guess. But <laughs> but with this show, it's 100% impossible for, like, me to put myself in here because everything looks like it sucks. You know? <laughs> Like, you got niggas sitting on the floor. My butt cheeks are going to start to hurt. They're already different sizes, as we've learned in the beginning of this podcast. Like, I, what do you mean I got to sit on the floor? Like, nobody could give me a chair? 
what the fuck you mean y'all ain't event chairs yet? Figure it out. <laughs> like, it's just dumb. Like, I'm just going to say something out of turn, and somebody's going to fucking throw a hatchet at my chest. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, the first episode of this show is a banger. Um, not much happened, but I, as much as I don't like that old, old shit, I do appreciate shows that are able to tell a solid storyline without the use of technology, you know? Um, like, you're starting to learn um, a lot of things through this particular medium that public school never taught me. Or, like, that I didn't even really, like, think about. Like, there is um, a scene where the, this white dude wash up on Japan and... uh the nigga was like, oh, shit, you from such and such and over here, over here. And he was just like, nah, son, like, I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. I'm white. You Japanese. And he was like, oh, shit, you're right. You're right. I'm going to go get this priest and he's going to translate. Now, the priest it was some other white dude from some other white place. I forget which. I think it was like Portugal or some shit like that. Whatever. Um, but the priest was just like, oh, shit, nah, like, y'all not supposed to know this fucking place exists because I know about the English. Y'all come through everywhere and you ruin everything. And the white man, he was just like, <laughs> yeah, you know how we do. <laughs> you know how we gives it up. <laughs> Hold this blanket. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, he, but like, I never really, like, thought about that. Um, to bring it back to Avatar, <laughs> Legend of Korra, there was, like, this whole thing, like, way back when where everyone was living on these, like, separate islands um and they just thought they were the only ones to exist like if it wasn't them outside of them is just like the spirit world where like spirits run loose like in the forest and shit like that they 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 weren't really aware of any other existence outside of their own which 100% makes sense um considering the times so i thought that was cool and i'm interested to see how like things like that play out but 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 at the same time, I know with shows like this, y'all niggas be annoying, bro. Like, that's another one. The, oh, the, you want to talk about fandoms? The Game of Thrones fandoms. You niggas are insufferable. Oh, oh my gosh. The way people probably feel about how I, when I talk about Power Rangers, this is how I feel about when you niggas talk about Game of Thrones and House of Dragons and all this stuff. How about this? Suck your mom and kiss your foot. How about that, bitch? I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. The only reason I started watching Game of Thrones way back when is because I was at some shorty house and she was trying to touch my butt and my ball piece. I just wanted, it just wasn't the butt. It was the front, too. But I was there and I was smoking weed and eating chicken nuggets getting my booty touched. Um, But... Yeah, this this I'm gonna keep up with this show for as long as you niggas online are not annoying about it. Um, I don't even care to like talk about it. I kind of just want to like digest it on my own. Um, but that's just me. We'll see what like Marcel thinks about it uh, when he gets back. Uh, but for any of you who may be curious, um, Hiroki Sonata is in it. That's my dog. You 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 you've seen him. If you don't know the name, you've definitely seen him in a lot. He's a dude from The Last Samurai, Forty Seven Ronin. He was in the Last John Wick Four. Um, he's in that Mortal Kombat movie. He's in Bullet Train, uh, Rush Hour Three, The Ring, um, The Wolverine, which is the shit where he went to Japan, um, and a bunch of other things. 
very uh, highly credited actor. Um, it also has Anna Sawe in it. Um, she's Shorty in Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. She was in that mo- uh, most recently. Um, she's also in a bunch of like the the fast movies that, but you know, like don't let that deter you <laughs> from it. And what I recently found out about this shit is that it's actually based on or loosely based on um, like a real story, like a real, real, real deal Holyfield type shit. I feel like that's like FX's bag. They'll just like take true stories and put their little twist on it, um, which is cool. Uh, So I found this. It says FX's Shogun is based on a true story, but takes many liberties for the sake of drama the show is a fictionalized retelling of the early 17th century power struggle that led to founding of the tokugawa shogunate uh the show's major characters are loosely based on real historical figures and the plot points are based on real events however the show makes some minor changes to the timeline and adds romance and drama to embellish the story shogun is based on james clavel's 1975 historical fiction novel of the same name the show reimagines the true story of William Adams as John Blackthorne. The character uh, Toto Mariko is loosely based on the real-life uh, Hosu- Hosukawa Gracia, a Christian noblewoman who serves as a translator for Blackthorne. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, around this time, Takagawa met William Adams, uh, the first Englishman to sail to Japan. Adams eventually becomes a trusted advisor to Takagawa, who was impressed by his knowledge of Western ships and navigation. Um, I saw some other shit, too, that says, like, he the son was, like, on some Last Samurai shit where, like, they just start fucking with him, and he becomes a samurai, a samurai, a samurai, and, you know, like, you just lose me after that. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't care about like this. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about your cultural appropriation show, bro. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, this white dude becomes a samurai. You accept him as one of your own. He fights alongside of you for good and shit like that. Let's fast forward a couple centuries to see how that fucking turned out. Son of a bitch. I don't give a fuck about this dude. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just doing this for entertainment. My friends abandoned me. <laughs> What else do we got to talk about? So I saw that Marvel Studios is reportedly looking for new characters to replace the Serpent Society in Captain America Brave New World. Um, Shit. I don't know what's so hard about just doing the thing that's already been done in the other medium. Like, all the stuff in the storylines are there. Just, I don't know. Like... I guess look at sales and just be like, all right, bloop. <laughs> let's just do this. This this did well. Or like, I don't hire the right people. I don't know the solution for this. I don't know how much credence this fucking has, but that sucks because I know Seth Rollins um, from WWE was supposed to play a member of the Serpent Society. So like, did you just waste his time? Did you just bring him over there and just like, that's the thing, like, why are you guys looking for new characters now? And for what reason? Like, why is their separate society falling apart? It's not even like... It's not even... Like, they're not a very... Like, a widely popular um, villain crew in the M... In in Marvel or, like, the MCU. Duh. Uh, in Marvel Comics. But 
they're not bad. Like, it's not like they're going against, like, fucking Mole Man, which is just, like, a joke to me. But what is it about them that made you say, like, all right, guys, we have to scrap all of this and scramble for something new? Like, just do it. Like, if you ask me, I think this is, I think they should keep them and just do it and just have, have like, Sam Wilson run down on them with, like, lotion. And just like, why are you niggas so dry and scaly? Uh, <laughs> like, it's just dumb. It's just dumb, whatever the fuck they're doing over there. Someone also asked me to talk about the demise of the Blade movie. Bro, no. Because I'll cry. Like, it's just, I'm confusion when it comes to that. They say that shit is on track for now 2026. That's two years from now. Um, I forgot when. I think it was like a good fucking three years ago. Like Maybe right before the pandemic or like amidst of it. Where they said Mahershala was going to play Blade. And I was hyped back then. But, you know. Um, Father Time is on that nigga's heels a little bit. Like we just saw him in uh Leave the World Behind and he ain't really look a little too he ain't really look too bladish for me. And I don't know if at this point gear is gonna help that. But 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 you know, I'm still here for it. Whenever they decide to fucking um give it to me, I just like told myself that I have to abandon all thoughts and hopes for it because it it it's it hasn't gotten the best dealt of cards you know like it hasn't like with the like the script changes and they were like oh we're gonna add two female characters to push it and then you, you can't reject that fact because you know it's march and we're supposed to respect these hoes i mean um <laughs> because like you can't say well that's weird that you're just going to add two female protagonists uh, in a movie named after the nigga that it's supposed to be about. You know, like even if they weren't even if they weren't two female um, uh, actors and I'm only saying female because they fucking said female. Uh, but like even if they got like, all right, man, we're looking for two teenage vampire mutant kids. It's like, Why? It's called Blade. Why just make the story about Blade doing Blade's things? I don't know what's so hard to to capture ab about this. Like, they could honestly just, like, redo the first three Blade movies with better effects and um, Wesley Snipes again. And I'll just be like, you know what? Cool. Yeah. Because whatever the fuck y'all got cooking up over there, God bless. I hope it's great. Um, and I'm showing up regardless when and if it comes out. So there's that on that. Uh, Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige plan to still have Daredevil appear in Spider-Man 4, but not as a mentor like many have stated. Hmm. Marvel wants Spider-Man and Daredevil to be seen as equals and just two vigilantes coming together to do good and stop the violence in NYC while perhaps making a brotherly blonde along the way. Yeah, you know what? Uh, they had me in the first half. <laughs> like they had me in the first half, but after reading that, that sounds fine. Fine to me. Like, nigga, the fuck you mean? You gonna be a mentor, nigga? You don't leave Hell's Kitchen, nigga. I save the world, bitch. I run all this shit, nigga. <laughs> Ask Tony about me. Oh wait, you can't. He's dead. Damn. Uh, 
That's the fucked up shit about the position Peter's in. He'd be like, nah, man, you know, I was with the Avengers. I saved the world and all this shit. He's like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah sure, sure you did, bud. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Ask, uh, ask whomst? Who, who, who might I be asking about the things you've said you've done? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shut up, nigga. <laughs> Follow my lead. He's just like, ah, son of a bitch, you got me off a of technicality. <laughs> uh... But yeah, any I, I'm not. It's not to say that they can't learn from one another, but I'm not. I'm not mad at them. Them kind of being like equals. That's like how most buddy cop shit goes. You know, like the one's not fully in charge over the other. You kind of like one hand feeds the other type shit. Like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. As much as like I don't like that show, I'm not mad at. Um, how Bucky and Sam were just presented to be on the same level, despite who did what with who. They like they just their real beef was just like who Steve loved more, which is just like weird, just whatever. But yeah, the boys' fourth season will premiere June thirteenth on Prime Video, and from what I've seen, it's already been greenlit for a fifth season. All right, like. Usually in the shows uh, me and Marcel talk about a lot of them, season four is just like, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Let's let's keep it perfect before y'all take a take a dive off the you know the deep end. But the boys and all its spinoffs has pretty much hit the mark. So I'm not mad at them being greenlit ahead of time. Like I don't know what would happen in season four to just make me go like, no, this is untrue to the character and the 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 source material and all that bullshit bullshit like nobody gives a fuck about the book no one's buying the book i don't even think sales have gone up for the book like you, if they have like you're just buying it to own it but like you're you're not a fan of the book bro like the show it's it's the show that you show up for you show up for fucking anthony star and all his homelander fuck shit um but it's such a good reflection of today's society um mixed with some superhero shit so as long as you keep doing that and as long as i guess you know the world keeps being on its bullshit it'll be hard to get tired of the show uh so there's that yeah i'm looking at my role and it's about that time uh what's in your long box hmm you know what to keep it a buck i don't have much in my long box all right well i do but i don't so here's here's the thing. This is what I'm thinking about doing on my personal Instagram when it comes to what's in your long box. Um, I think for the... Because a lot of the things that I'm reading now are just continuations or just like story arcs and shit like that. Like I said, like I'm, I'm binging the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book. Um... So, like, I don't want to come in here every other week and just be like, all right, this is what happened this week and this is what happened that week. That's where I'll recap on my Instagram or TikTok. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But, like, for things like that, uh, key issues, uh, Power Rangers, continuation, it's still fire, things like that. Uh, what else did I read this week? Uh, my thoughts on, like, Batman and Robin. Uh, I feel like I've been coming in here quite often and telling you guys that Alfred getting his fucking neck snapped was the best thing that's ever happened to Batman. And, um, you know, I stand by that. (laughs) 
kind of glad Alfred's dead. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. It's just that Batman has become uh, a much more better character, as has Damian Wayne. And that's all because of Bane uh, twisting that old Englishman up like a fucking ragdoll. Uh, like a fucking hot urine-soaked rag for waterboarding. So we did that. Um, but as I... Uh, what was it? Batman and Robin, number six. I'm not reading Brave and the Bull, but I'm starting to think that I should. There's so many goddamn Batman books. I am off of the Chip Zdarsky run, mainly because I just want to... i much rather like read that in trade form. Uh, there's so much information and shit like that packed into into that. And it's like, to me, it's not as interesting thus far. Like, I've seen all the shit Batman's doing when it comes to, um, how do I say this? Like, mm, like the typical Batman shit. Batman and Robin, to me, is where it's at. Because I get to see him be a dad and a crime fighter. Which is just a little bit cooler to me because he hasn't done that before. Um and you get a lot of Damian Wayne, who is now 100% cemented for me as the best Robin. Again, we've said that a couple of weeks ago. I'm not giving you any new information um, in that regard. Uh, for anyone that says, no, it's Tim Drake. Fuck you. Just no. Just no. Just no. Don't care. No. <laughs> Love Tim. Not better than Damian Wayne. How about that? Um... But uh, for th- new things that I read but didn't read, but not new, but new, I've got up to I'm 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 back on this um, Kiyoshi novel, the Rise of Kiyoshi novel, and uh, I came in here and I mentioned uh, a part of the storyline before, brother. Where I'm at now in this fucking book, I just like messy backstory shit. So. Blah, 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 happens. Cool. Whatever. Now Kiyoshi is looking for her own team avatar um, to kind of teach her the certain, the other elements so she can uh, done up her enemy, right? I don't want to spoil shit. Just read it. But I can't say I don't want to spoil shit. I'm about to spoil shit. So <laughs> I found out that Kiyoshi's mama... And Kiyoshi's daddy were in a gang. I don't know if I told you guys this before, but yeah. Avatar Kiyoshi is a dirt baby. And she's the kid of uh like this big like gang leader couple shit, right? Cool. You thought that was bad enough? Come to find out furthermore, her mama was an airbender. Yep, that's right. Kiyoshi's mama was an airbender, and her daddy was throwing rocks, rocks and cocks in her air tunnel. <laughs> oh, my God. So basically, I did described it in the book was that her mama was an air nomad. And she was just like they, they described. Her, I think they call her like an air nun. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I just thought of the, the Jordan Jumpman. But like <laughs> as, as a nun. So uh, there was like. She was an air nun, went over to, like, this island, met this guy. He was in a gang, a little dirty boy, a little dirt baby boy. And, you know, she liked that day. He rizzed her up and started 
fucking on that thing, right? Now, she ditched all her airbending ways. She even covered up her airbending tattoos with serpents. So this bitch was really bad about it. He was dicking her down, right? So they decided that, yo, let's just be on this gang shit. We're going to rob people. We're going to do skims and scams and shit like that. And they kind of just, like, rocked out like that until, like, you know, he skeeted her up. And Kiyoshi came along. And then they kind of looked at her as, like, a burden. And one day they were running a scam. There was, they was running away from them boys, and they just left her there. They were just like, you know what? You're dead weight. You're a lot of baggage. We're just gonna leave you here. Um, fast forward, they're both dead, and she's now with their old crew, and she kind of feels a way about it. So, what's interesting about that is that's kind of where Kiyoshi gets her fans from. They were her moms. So basically, what happens is. Uh, as her mom got further away from um, the air nomad culture and practices, she started losing her bending. I didn't know that was a thing that could happen, uh, but it did. She just started like losing touch with it because, like, I believe with like when you're an airbender, there has to be like, you know, you gotta meditate. There's a certain level of connection that you have to, you know succumb to in order to airbend and she just wasn't on that shit no more so she used these fans and it basically got the job done so that's where kiyoshi's fans come from it comes from her um little freaky ass air nun mama who's fucking on the dirty rock boy from the book (laughs) yeah and you know it's crazy because this is the second piece of content that i'm that i've been like ingesting in the last couple weeks where there's like a nun that gets some dick and it's just like, yo, fuck all this shit. Daredevil's mama in Daredevil season three did the same shit. She went to uh to battling Jack Murdoch and she was like, Yeah, I'll be your little corner girl and shit like that. Like, yo, come on, son, what's going on? What happened to Jesus? Like, I thought that was the only man you ever needed in your life, huh? And if you was gonna get somebody who got this nigga, he loses a lot. You have an unnatural allegiance to losers. Hate to see it. You hate to see it. But anyway, guys, that's it. That's all I got for you. All right? I feel like I, I came in here. I did my best. Um, I want to thank everyone who sent me topics or questions. Um, you kind of helped this podcast, this particular episode um, happen. When Marcel told me that he was going to North Carolina or South Carolina, don't remember which, don't care. Um, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to leave the people without, you know, another episode. So I scrambled to see, let's see what I could put together. You know what I mean? And I'm happy with it. I hope you guys are happy with it. Um, and you know, he'll be back next week, and we're gonna re- we're gonna recap uh, Revolution. I'm going to try to see Dune 2 this week. Uh, we'll see how that fucking goes. But um, for those of you asking where James is, uh, mind your business. <laughs> how about that, bitch? <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry that nigga. My nigga good, though. <laughs> he good, though. He'll be back eventually. Uh, but as always, guys, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DuckJordan underscore. Um, you can find Marcel at Drum underscore Foo or DrumFoo underscore. I forget which. Put in both of them. See what happens. Um, If you want to find out where James is, 
James is at, hit him up at Just Jivimus. You figure it out. Uh, but as always, guys, I do appreciate the listenership. I do appreciate the interactions, um, the sharing, the liking, the reposting of all the content that we do. Uh, please continue. Put your peoples on. Put your people's peoples on. Um, and let's keep this shit going. So with that being said, I'm going to sign out. We're going to catch y'all next week. All right. Appreciate y'all. Peace.